today on the Zavecast. I know people don't like their sports tangled up with politics, but what does it say when a leading NBA reporter gets triggered and ends up with a two-word email smackdown to a United States senator? Andy Poland joins me. Does he have a replacement Redskin name preference, and what would be a deal-breaker for him? Plus my idea on why we should become the new Cleveland Browns. Your daily Kickstarter of Uncensored Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Monday, July 13, 2020. Thanks for downloading. Good to be back in the home studio, ready for a full, full to the brim, double showed, plus save cast week of broadcasting. I am in the saddle now. I think uh, for the start of a good stretch here where sports are going to spool up and play and be very interesting. And we're going to finally have things to talk about that are not so teeth gnashingly divisive in sports talk radio. But before we get there, I've got to start with the Woj bomb that ended up landing the esteemed NBA scoop breaker with an unpaid suspension from the worldwide leader in sports. Wow. What on earth? Now, I'm going to right now take some yellow police tape and I'm going to quarantine off entirely whether or not I think he should have been suspended for this tweet or not tweet for this email. Basically, we don't know the story you should by now, but uh, Senator Josh Hawley sent out a press release asking Adam Silver to comment why the NBA was not going to permit other signs of social justice messages on jerseys beyond just the Black Lives Matter suite of messages. Things like back the blue or support our troops or free Hong Kong. And the email or the press release was also emailed to NBA reporters and it prompted Adrian Wojnarowski on his official ESPN email account to reply a two-word reply to the senator saying, fuck you. I'm going to police tape around whether or not I think Woj should be suspended, slapped on the wrist, fired, reassigned, forced to cover the WNBA, made to do an apology tour on ESPN. I'm going to put that behind police tape. I'm not going to deal with that now, in part because it's the least interesting part of this story to me. To me, the most interesting part is, wow, even Woj. It's almost like, you know ESPN is staffed by a bunch of very hard left, social justice, super woke warriors who are out there fighting the fight, fighting the imaginary fight on the internet and social media for all that's right and owning the conservatives and owning Republicans and smacking down anybody who's a Trump supporter. It's a game, right? You know there's a lot of those. It's like they're they're like they're zombies. They're woke zombies at ESPN. Oh, you know, oh, Republicans bad. Social justice, you know, and they're out there doing their thing. And you think, and so you're in this zombie movie if you're a independent thinking, not woke 
social justice warrior zombie, and you you run into the library and you take refuge from all of this at ESPN. You're in the library, and there's a sweet librarian, older, grandmother-looking type with glasses. She greets you, and you're like, okay, I'm safe in here. All these social justice zombies over there outside the gates that work at ESPN that constantly want to have conversations with me about race and social justice and blah, blah, blah. I'm safe in here. And here's Woj, the nice, sweet librarian. And then, and the librarian suddenly morphs into one of the zombies themselves. And you're like, ah, not him too. What would make a middle-aged man who seemingly is very level-headed, an investigative, not investigative, but a reporter, a a, a very well-tied-in reporter who is, if anybody, he'd be like, okay, let's stay calm here. Let's not run on emotion. You know, this guy takes, this guy gets scoops in the NBA by having the best contact list and, more importantly, he gets scoops, and he rarely gets embarrassed because he knows how to navigate, hey, wait a minute, this guy could be lying to me. I'm not going to get mad about this guy in the NBA, this player or this other agent or this GM lying to me. It's part of the game. It's part of my job. i got to double-check this. i got to think here for a second. Is this true about what KD's going to do? So it seems to me that Woj would be the most professional, most rational, most even-keeled guy, and yet... For whatever reason, a press release, not even directed at Woj per se. It's not like Hawley tweeted at Woj, hey, Woj, you done licking the boots of the NBA and China. No, no, this was a press release. And it was almost like either Woj got triggered and he's like, like he's really mad about it. And he couldn't resist. He felt like in that moment, this is my way to strike back. I'm so angry at this senator for doing this. Or, or alternate theory, he just loves the NBA and doesn't like, and he knew that that rock from the senator had hit a nerve, had caught him in the corner of the eye. You know, it's all fun and games till a rock, pow, God, right in the corner of my eye. Now I'm pissed. Or he just didn't like the fact that, like some people say, stop distracting from the moment. This moment is about one thing and one thing only. Black lives matter. That's what we're focusing on. That's all we're doing right now. We're not talking about China. We're not talking about Hong Kong. We're not talking about the troops. We're not talking about the police. Stay focused. So maybe that was where his anger came from. But what motivates a guy to do that? And you say to yourself, wow, if even Woj, seemingly the most level-headed, sweet librarian in a zombie movie of woke left zombies, if he is one too in hiding and can at any moment, oh my God, is there anyone at ESPN that's an independent thinker that is not necessarily just, you know, zombie stepping with his arms out with the with the leftist mob at ESPN? I mean, he could have responded to Hawley in a more sort of cordial manner or less combative, and he could have emailed back saying, Dear Senator, 
I find your attempt at misdirection of the cause and the moment at hand for a league that's 86% black to be disingenuous and frankly a bit offensive. I don't know if you understand why this is to many of us who understand the league and its dynamic and where it's at, but clearly you don't. He could have written that instead. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. God, that felt so good. Some would say, well, he was just being succinct, Zabe, that you accurately summed up why he was mad. Okay. But again, it's come with ramifications. This has now, the fact that Woj can get triggered and just fire off a fuck you to a senator tells you, I mean, it's hurt his brand. His brand is calm, rational, facts, deals, scoops, I'm breaking it, etc. And this hurts him. And I'm sure the suspension hurts him. I mean, it hurts him financially. And I'm sure he doesn't like this now being so-called in his, you know, Wikipedia page. Not that it'll be very prominent, but still. Should he be suspended or fired? I Listen, I don't know. I do know that if it was the other way around, if it was the shoe was on the other foot, Democrat president, Democrat senator, certainly a senator who was not a white male, any woman, any senator of color, and an ESPN reporter who clearly was taking a more conservative tact, said, fuck you, uh, they're gone. They're done. Now, if they were as big as Woj is, as important as he is to the ESPN brand, I don't know. So I don't know if he should be or not. I I would like it so that we get past cancel culture and we're just not throwing people into the trash bin because of mistakes. Even when you make a juvenile triggered mistake like this with Woj. So I don't know. I really don't know what to do with it. I'm just, it stunned me that this is what social media and the current environment has done to all of us. It's hacked our brains. It's made us emotional, hair-triggered children yelling at each other. You disagree? Fine. You want to make a counter-argument? That's great. Let me hear it. Fuck you? That's a grown man argument? All right, let's check in with Andy Pollan. Hello. You have said for years now that when and if the Redskins name ends up changing, you will accept it and you will still root with the equal vigor for whatever the new Washington football club is. I ask you, Andy, now that the walls have fallen and it's only a matter of time before the castle is overrun. How do you feel now, brother? My position remains unchanged. I didn't I... ask your position. I said, <laughs> how do you feel? <laughs> surely, I Andy, feel... surely you are capable of feelings for a team that you have rooted for and loved longer than I have. Yes. I saw my first game in 1966 when I was in high school. I painted my room burgundy and gold. I lost my voice at Super Bowl 17. Yes, I have great memories of this team that plays in Washington and hopefully will continue to wear burgundy and gold colors. But the name name of the football team is not as important to me as perhaps it. it is to you. So for you, the feelings are you, you have no feelings. You don't no, feel I, sad. Do you feel shocked that it happened this swiftly out of the blue? How do you yes. feel? Okay. Yes, I do. I do feel shocked that it happened this quickly. And 
I did think in 2016 when the Washington Post did their poll and found that nine out of 10 Native Americans either supported the name or had no problem with it, that we were done with it. I really did. I didn't think that this would yeah. would uh, bubble up the way it did, but it did, and change happens, and it's happening quickly all over the country, and this is just a part of it. Well, I liken the fact, like for me, I, I, I was so glad I was off radio last week on vacation because I needed time to process it all. I was stunned. I was sad. I was depressed because I liken this team and the name and the logo, Andy. It's all part of it. Remember, I've always been more of a jersey and a gear and a hat guy than you. The names and the logos matter more to me than they do to you. I said it's like you fell in love with this team and everything about it. Everything about it. Name, logo, etc. And they were your best friend during your most incredible formative years. Like for me, the 80s coincided with my high school years. And there's nothing better than having a football team that is an ass kicker. When you're in high school and you're still not that into girls and you love sports and that's your whole world, right? Okay. So my best friend was the Redskins. And then over the years, the your best friend got sick after Mm -hmm. the last great fling in 91, 92, your, your friend got real sick and was just not good, not right for a long time. And then there was a cancer scare with the name. And then he got through it, and you thought after the 2016 doctor's appointment, the doctor said, scans look great, cancer is gone, you're free and clear. And then we get a call, Andy, last week, cancer's back. Oh, my God. How Well, how bad is it? Oh, it's, it's bad. It's probably terminal. Okay, well, how long? I'm sure we've got at least one more season, right? Answer, not likely. That's what I'm processing. That's what me and others who do have emotional feelings about the name are processing. Can you at least appreciate where we sit, me and guys like my buddy Want Account Rhodes, who love the name, love the logo? Yeah, that's funny you say that because I'm 10 years older than you. So the logo that they have is the only one you've ever known. When they changed to that logo in 1972, yeah. Okay. So they had worn the uh, that awful looking R for two <laughs> years, and, and when they changed to that in '72, although the team was great, and I, there was nothing more important to me than the Redskins. That was my last year of junior high. It was ninth grade, right? Uh, the high school, right? And, and, and it took me a week to get over Super Bowl seven. That was that was devastating. <laughs> yes. But I, I, even then, at fourteen, I thought, you know, that looks. I don't know. You know, an Indian head, that's that's not quite right. And I always thought over the years. Come on. No, you seriously. were you were not woke in seventy two. No. No chance. I, always, I thought I thought over the years that if they changed the logo it might pacify some people. I always my my falling in love with the Redskins was the spear. Okay. That was right. the mid mid sixties, my first game sixty six. They weren't very good, but Sonny used to throw a lot of touchdown passes. Sure. It was a lot of fun to watch. Sure. And and so then when they became good, they had that logo. And I always thought, you know, that maybe if they changed that, then I was really surprised by this because I didn't know this. After Snyder took his stand, said, we'll never Never. change the name. What year year was that? 2013. Okay. He, He shortly thereafter sent a letter to the season ticket holders to kind of fortify his position. And he said, that that logo was actually designed by a tribe that George Allen had gone to visit. And they had come up with that logo and, and approved it. Well, he didn't, he didn't just say that, Andy. It's true. 
It was designed by Walter Blackie Wetzel. I I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I I found that out in 2014, and then I thought, oh, okay. And then, you know, I still thought there was going to be change. And then 2016, the Washington Post, which I believe was commissioned with the sole purpose of proving what Mike Wise had been writing at that point for 10 years true. That, that they wanted to prove that right. Wise, Wise was correct. So I think the Post was as surprised as anybody when it came back 9 out of 10. Yeah. Um, well, so that's the I, thing. I, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, McCartney for the Post. Bob McCartney? Yeah. Robert, no, Robert yeah, my, McCartney? Yeah, Robert McCartney. Right. He reached you know out to me. He reached out to me and said, you know, can I get you know some comments from you for a story mm-hmm. I'm writing? And I said, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. Hmm. Because, you know, when you're on the losing side of this, when you're a fan of the name and the image and the logo and you don't think it's offensive, when you're on the losing side, the last thing you want, last thing I want is to be memorialized in the Washington Post as one of those people. You know, who needs to be the target of this? But he said, McCartney goes, you know, I listen to you all the time. He said, I used to write columns saying you got to change the name. But after that survey came out, I kind of backed off a bit because it changed my mind. And I said, well, good for you. But it doesn't matter as it's now basically. Here's the more interesting, intriguing thing. And, and maybe have you talked to Lavero since this has happened? Tom's pretty I plugged not, in. I, I followed his, his uh, tweets on this and the stories he's writing in yeah. the Times. So it, the, intrigue, the intrigue is that this was a bit of a behind-the-scenes palace coup. And mm-hmm. that Fred Smith of FedEx wanted to sell his shares in the team quietly along with some other minority partners, and couldn't find takers. And so then they said to Snyder, well, how about we buy you out? And Snyder laughed and said, yeah, fuck you. And it was then that Fred Smith said, okay, well, here goes the nuclear option. We're going to insist you change the name or else we want out. Do you buy that narrative as a possible behind-the-scenes palace intrigue? See, I I didn't know about the part where he they looked to – sell the shares and couldn't find takers i believe that i believe florio reported something okay. to that effect because my my understanding of the chain of events is is that investors totaling about six billion dollars went to the three major companies bank of america pepsi and fedex and right. said you need to sever your ties with that team unless it changes its name right following that the day after fedex released that <laughs> softer than it actually is statement we have requested yeah, that requested. they change yeah. the change the name and so that led to within an hour the redskins had a statement out that we're going to do a thorough review right. of the name at that point that's game set match then it's then it's over you know that they're going to change the name i believe and and talking to mark tuey who uh used to be the general counsel to the mayor very plugged into dc politics they don't want to deal with snyder and right. i think that and i think that that the char and Smith and the other partner, forget his name, uh, th- those three, I think they believe that the long-term benefit for the team is to be in D.C. And they know Snyder can't make a deal with the district, so they're going to be the ones to do it. And So, uh, so do you, think, do you yeah. think they can force Snyder out? Because No. no. Okay. Well, L- L- Lavero said he quoted, in his column, he quoted a – Reporter saying there's no way he can get a deal for a stadium because he's got no contacts. He's got no inroads. Right. He's made no friends. Right. And, it, of course, it's fitting he was sailing on the high seas on his new bigger <laughs> fucking boat when the news came down that Fred Smith had gone A2 Brute with a yeah. dagger in his back. Yeah. Well, how about how about poor Ron Rivera, 
who takes oh, over. Yes. And yes, you got control of the football team. Oh, and by the way, you're going to have to be the spokesman. You're going to have to handle any any crisis that comes along. And if you need anything, we'll have ship to shore communication. And, uh, you know, <laughs> lots of luck there, Ronnie. <laughs> I'll see you when I get back. Ship to shore communication. We'll give you guidance from the Mediterranean if you're. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And, you know, Rivera is going to quickly learn as we get into the into the bullets flying. Uh, mm-hmm. this is not going to be fun. This is not going to be good for a head coach who's trying to win games because yeah. Bruce was the guy that took all this incoming fire. He gone. Oh, yeah. oh, he yeah. gone he, he was, now. He, he was comfortable in the heel role, and and Rivera wants to be the good guy. Well, he's a good guy who's working for a guy who has a reputation as a bad guy. Right. <laughs> and Snyder's just not going to be around. So yeah, I, I don't know how this is it, this is going to play out. I I agree with Libero. I think what's going to happen is Snyder's going to rebuild on the FedEx site. Oh. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Oh, oh my you God, I, Andy, I'm I'm lightheaded now thinking that not only is the name going to change, but they're going to rebuild on the cursed, inconvenient ground of Ral John, Maryland. That I don't see a choice. Do what? You? Well, I I don't disagree that it's a possibility. I'm saying that is such a double whammy blow for Redskin fans who wanted the exact opposite to keep well, the name and to move back to DC. This would be a double lose lose and a triple lose lose if Snyder survives. Yeah, look, I, I know we're going to have a vaccine at some point, but I think this period of time is changing all sports into mostly television. And where the stadium resides doesn't really matter that much. Well, it doesn't matter to me. I don't go to yeah. the fucking place anymore. Right. But I still like to have a live audience, Andy, because it well, adds to the atmosphere, you know, when you're watching at home on your big screen. I sit there going, look at all those cold, poor suckers who spent hours <laughs> waiting to get into that place. Keep cheering. It sounds great. Yeah. So I mean, look, I, I don't know. I mean, I, right. I think that it's going to be years before we see full stadiums again. I know years. Our pol- I know our politics don't line up on this, but but I just see this. This is not. Wait, 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 wait. Why? Why is it politics? Well, I think I think you're one who feels much like the president that we can quickly get past this and get people back in stadiums and so forth. I I think that the models that are being put out there now, where it's going to be a quarter full, maybe are going to be more realistic for a while. I, I think the, the bulk of the money in sports, professional sports, and even high-level college sports is going to be television now. All right. Well, I'm not going to discuss the virus ins and outs with you. We'll leave that for another day. But back to the Redskins front, can we agree that whether or not you're okay with the name change or not, that this is once again a Snyder-led disaster? Mm-hmm. That Snyder, by allowing the team to be weak, and by having such a bad product that companies like FedEx want to get out because they're not getting the bang for their buck on this. And that Snyder being an unlikable shitheel is what made the Redskins name a weak horse that could be preyed upon because did you see what the Blackhawks said in the NHL? Yep, and the Braves. Yeah, Yeah. the Blackhawks put out a statement saying, no, we're not changing. We're proud of our association. We do this, this, and this. Snyder threw $3 million and change at that, you know, original People's Foundation or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, and then forgot about it, and then said, oh, that should be good. Cooley went to a couple reservations and cut the ribbon on a swing set. We're done here. 
Well, that was also followed pretty quickly by the post poll. Once the post poll came out. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing. A good owner, a smart owner would say, listen, I got to be constantly vigilant about this coming back and metastasizing. I have to always not only defend the name, but but be involved with, you know, tribes and say, you know, what can we do for you? How can we partner? Who here is not offended by this? How can we better represent you and let you blah, 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 blah. Because you're not hearing anything about the Chiefs, Andy, are you? No. Because they just well, won the Super Bowl and they got the most bit. popular player in the league. You're hearing a little yeah. bit about the Chiefs? Yeah, there's a story in the Post today that they're they're under the radar and they have not put out a Braves or Blackhawks-like statement yet. Yeah, so they're they, going, they have, boy, I hope this thing blows over. Yeah, Should yeah. the Chiefs have to change their name and Arrowhead logo? You know, what what is, is really crazy to me is what they, that tomahawk chop thing that they do. Right. That That is, is more offensive than anything that has ever come out of <laughs> See, the Redskins. You know what's so funny? I had a Chief fan email me saying he finds that not offensive, of the course. chop thing. And I'm like, he says who? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that. But that's, you know, that's the love, the, the one you're with. And that's that's the team that just won the Super Bowl. So with so obviously Patrick Mahomes, the most popular player in the league, we haven't had any popular players since RG three and we haven't won shit in forever. Right. And, and, and all of this is, is, you know, you look at people who are good leaders. They don't see the now. They see three yes. steps down the line. Yes. And Snyder has always looked at that now. You know, his first move when he took over is, oh, Charlie Kesselman left me cap room. I'm going to spend it. Let me get Dion and right. bring me Jeff George, and we're going to win now. And Vinny, go get me this. Go get me that. And, you know, obviously it blew up in his face. So it just doesn't work when you do it that way. Look at Jerry. I mean, Jerry Jones is the general manager, not good. But his teams have been better. And, and as a businessman, yeah, yeah, he, he, he got he got Jerry World built, and it is an absolute marvel. He got the star built, which is their amazing training complex, yeah. retail, everything else. You're right. And, and all Danny sees, he doesn't see the future. He sees, I need a bigger boat. What mm-hmm. a fucking little dipshit. And we're stuck with him, apparently. Okay, let me real quick say, do you have a official preference as to the new name? Uh, no, I do not. And but I, I come believe, on. No, I, I believe you literally going. don't have a preference. Well, I, I'm OK with Warriors, but that's going to be a slippery slope. I think what they will do if, if Warriors is, in fact, the name they want. And that's been reported by a number of people. And Kevin Sheehan's got his ear pretty close to people over there. And he says it's the leader. Um, they have to change the logo to a military look. And I think that's what they want to do. And kind of that was tipped off by Rivera when he said, you know, we want to pay homage to the military as well and be respectful to Native Americans. So I think it's no Native American imagery, as Schefter reported, and possibly the name Warriors with a military look to it. What if they went away from Burgundy and Gold? I wouldn't be happy about that. Oh, we found Andy Poland's pain point. I'm now actually kind of rooting for them to go away from that just to piss okay. you off so you can feel my pain, Andy. <laughs> Why do the but, colors mean shit to you? You don't have a lot of gear. No, but but those those are the colors that I when I think of Redskins in my I know. mind's eye, it's it's those colors. And and right. look, Doc Walker has referred to that team as, as the, the Burgundy and Gold for years because he, he on a flight he sat next to a Native American who told him how offensive the name was twenty years ago. Okay. 
All yeah. right. Um, what about red wolves? Um, okay. What about red tails? Honoring the Tuskegee Airmen. That's okay. Um, All right. What about the red hawks? Uh, okay. <laughs> what uh, about the red storm? <laughs> red storm? No, I don't think that. that okay. It's St. John. Yeah, yeah. I've heard somebody was suggesting generals. You can't have generals because they lose all the time. Can't be that. Uh, <laughs> well, the Washington generals were our USFL team. And they no, fam- that was the Federals. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. The, you're right. You're right. The Federals were our USFL team. The, the, the New Jersey generals were a USFL team. Correct. True. When they yes, had five they, stars on their helmet, it was a gold helmet, if I recall, yeah, five stars. Yeah. It was a red helmet with with gold stars. And actually, you know, people think that that Trump uh, founded that team. He bought that team. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was he, he was a second owner. And then and then you had the Washington Generals who played the Harlem Globetrotters mm-hmm. and were the designated patsy, which, as you said, lost all the time. Red Klotz was the player <laughs> coach. The aptly named Red Klotz. Exactly. <laughs> All right, may I propose the following to you? Yeah. I'm now, for personally, I'm going to call it the Washington Football Club. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I've become Florio. I've flipped sides now. For years when guys like Florio don't wouldn't call it Redskins, he'd call it the Washington Football Club. That's mm-hmm. me now. I would be fully on board with the Washington Football Club just peel the logo right off the helmet and be the new Browns. So we're the Burgundy and Gold. You could call us as a nickname, the Burgundy and Gold. And we yeah. would have a plain helmet, a la the Browns. We'd be the new Browns, the Washington Football Club. What do you think? Try that on. Does that feel good? How's that jacket uh, you feel? Mean, so that, that's a, a, a that's permanent it. name. That's, that's it. That's not a, hold, that's no. a holding bit. No, that's okay. it. We're the new, yeah. the new Browns. Less is more. Retro. The Washington Football Club. No logo. I could live with that. Wow. All right, then. Let's take it. Let's wrap it up. Me and Andy. We're the new Browns. Less is more. No logo, burgundy helmet. Everything is the same. No more Redskins. And away we go. Yeah, I could live with that. Can you trademark that, though? That's the thing. How about the fact that apparently... Snyder may not have the rights to Warriors free and clear. I saw that, yeah. (laughs) uh, there's There's always squatters like that. And not only that. He had it. He had it, and he and he didn't respond to a challenge, oh. and and it slipped away. Yeah, he could, it, yeah. He, he was did. fucking boat shopping, Andy. That's the thing. Yeah. There's always something else distracting this guy. Um, yeah. So there's that element of it, and I I just think rushing it like you can't do this in two months. That's right. what bothers me. Like somebody has to stand up and go, listen, this is not changing this year. This is a 2021 thing, so everybody calm down. When Rivera said 24 hours after this thing broke last week, well, if they can get it done before the season, that'd be great. Yeah, so nobody's asking him about it every every 10 minutes. <laughs> well, name, Ron? Sure, that'd be great for him, but I said, do you understand the legal impacts and you've yeah. got to do focus groups? What was the wizard's name that almost came to be that would have been a disaster? Well, there were a number of suggested sea dogs. Sea dogs, one of them. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was like there was a, there was a story that was done in the post. There were about eight or nine names that were thrown around. That th- this was always going to be the Wizards, by the way. Uh, Abe Poland and his wife Irene decided together it would be the Wizards. And Susan O'Malley, who was the president of the team, was mismarketing. And oh no, we got to have a contest. So they rigged up this phony right. baloney contest with Boston Market. And what do you know? 
Wizards won. <laughs> right, exactly. And for those that don't know, Andy Poland is cousin was cousins. cousins. That was that was Abe was Andy's cousin. Not dad, not uncle, not took, father. Took you 20 years to learn the difference between uncle and cousin. I'm proud of you. Oh, okay, <laughs> fuck off, you know. I can't help it that your family has cousins that are so disparate in age, you know. Abe was 113 when he finally passed away, so, you know. 85. Oh, okay. my father's first cousin, so, okay. <laughs> okay Big family. All right, settle down. All right, let me turn your attention to the Deshaun Jackson thing. Uh, 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 very disappointing. Does, does it... D- disappointing is the word. Does it anger yeah. you? No, I, I really can't get too worked up about this because um, you never cared about Deshaun Jackson's opinions about Jewish affairs, right? Well, and and just and and it's so misinformed and so so absolutely ridiculous. First of all, he he attributes a quote that wasn't Hitler's to right. Hitler, right? And for, there there needs to be there should have been a stop at some point. Where typing in the name Hitler in an Instagram post says, is, "Are you sure it, you want to post this?" Yeah, I mean that should be on like the Instagram filter. Are you, <laughs> you really want to do this? Right? Are you, are you really going there? If yeah. if Hitler, if you type in Hitler in any social media without "fuck" in front of it, it pops up a warning going, "You sure? Yeah. You really yeah. want to do this? This is going to be good for rail. you." Right. There's there's no good that comes out of it. And and I don't know if he necessarily hates Jews. I, I really he has a Jewish agent. The owner of the team is Jewish. Um, well, okay, but th- okay, all that as you know doesn't matter. He may not quote hate Jews, but he may and he may employ one as his agent. It doesn't mean though that he doesn't have mistrustful or unsavory overall feelings about Jewish people. And yeah. about the supposed control of the banks and the world and everything else that many people have, you know, put out there that is very anti-Semitic. Yeah, he uh, and he and he supports Louis Farrakhan, which is you know, Oof. you just can't do that. Like like um, Muhammad Ali broke away from the nation of Islam because of the anti-Semitic views. I mean, uh, Ali was not particularly educated, but he could sense trouble when it was there and he got himself away from it. Um, this is just, you know, and, and look, I think the response has been good. Uh, Julian Edelman offering to take him to the Holocaust Museum. Holocaust survivor wants to take him to Auschwitz. By the way, did I ever tell you the, I told you the uh, Edelman story? No. The Super Bowl. No. This this goes back. It's it's might be 2012, 2011. And you remember I used to do usually interview somebody who had a Redskin connection or yeah. something else. I wasn't going to stand in front of Tom Brady's podium for 10 minutes and get what everybody else is getting. So I, I see that Edelman's coming out, you know, as we're waiting for the teams to come out on the field. And I find Bob Ryan. And I said, Bob, is is Edelman Jewish? He says, you know, I really don't know. So uh, I said, OK. So I went up and I asked him, are you Jewish? And he said, now this is, this is seven, eight years ago. He said, no, I'm not. And <laughs> something in the last few years changed. What? And yeah, I mean, and you can't. He denounced his own Judaism? Well, here, here's, here's the way it works in our faith. Mom's side, mom side, dad's side. Mom's yeah. side stronger, dad's side weaker. Not East- just stronger. You're, you're, it, it, mom's side, you're in. You're no in. matter what. <laughs> you can't renounce it. <laughs> yeah. In mom, mom's side, you're Jewish. 
dad's side optional like a choice okay yeah, optional right so he so he was not not raised jewish <laughs> and he decided several years ago to embrace judaism i think he had a bar mitzvah as an adult you know it's usually done when you're 13 so um yeah he uh he really he really changed over in recent years dad's mom's side stronger dad's side weaker east coast stronger west coast weaker right am i getting this <laughs> just right andy oh yeah no, i wouldn't say yeah i mean it depends you could be strong on the West Coast, but there seems to be a, a less dense concentration. Of <laughs> they're, Jews. they're not as hard. They're not as hardcore. It's not like Williamsburg, New York City, right? No, no. There, there is a segment in okay. any city. You'll find hardcore, but what I'm saying is a concentration of, of you know, you'll find many more concentrated in the East than you are in the West. And what about Southern Jews like Feinbaum? Uh, yes, that that happens too. I'll tell you, there's a big uh, Jewish population in Houston because Galveston was a port city oh. where a lot of Jews arrived from the old country. Uh, you know, here's here's the thing that I find the most unsavory about this, and I agree with you. Like, I never thought Deshaun Jackson was a particularly bright fella. I thought he can run real fast and is a hell of a receiver, and I didn't mind when he was a Redskin because he produced. Yeah, but here's what bothers me. I'm taking time to learn and grow. Motherfucker, you're a grown-ass man. Yeah. Don't play this, oh, I need to learn about Hitler. I need to grow (laughs) as a person. That, to me, is such bullshit. It's redemptive theater just aimed at kind of like, yeah, I'm doing something. Right. So I I just can't really stomach that. And the irony of all ironies is the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, with his production company, just <laughs> finished a documentary that said what? The Hitler. meaning, the meaning of Hitler. Yeah. And his own wide receiver is <laughs> popping off about Hitler. Fake Hitler quotes. Yeah. You cannot make it up. It's ridiculous. Okay. Well, now, oh, yeah. here's another, one more factor on him. He's a 33-year-old receiver who's been hurt the last two years. Yes. If they cut him, is it a revenge cut or is it he just can't play anymore? Oh, they, they can't cut him because the other thing hanging in the mix is the Riley Cooper situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This, yeah. this team I, gave Riley Cooper an extension after he they did. said the they, N-word. They did, but, he, you know, and, and nobody will care about it now, but they had a black quarterback, Michael Vick, and other black teammates who embraced Vouched him. for him. Yeah, and he apologized, and I think he was disciplined by the team, and it's not like they signed him to a trillion dollars. But Anyway, all right, real quick, uh, college football, is it, in your mind, happening this year or not? Wow. Um, The the real jarring statement yesterday came from Greg Sankey. Um, SEC commissioner? Yep. When Sankey said, looks grim, uh, that's that's probably the death knell. I thought they'd be the last holdout because SEC football is as big as it gets. So and, what about the economic tsunami that will hit college athletics if there's no football this year? Well, as, as we saw in the spring or late, yeah, spring, <laughs> follow the smart schools. Ivy League, first to get out. Now Stanford, 11 sports, done. And Stanford has like the third biggest endowment in oh, the yeah. country. So, so I'm sorry to invite my niece plays Division three field hockey, but uh, and maybe those kind of things will, will still exist because those kids pay tuition. But, but the you know flying the Maryland field hockey team to Nebraska, right? It ain't happening anymore. Oh, I I agree on that, but the, it's going to be more. You can't nibble your way around this 
hole budgetarily that's going to be opened up with no football. It's going to be apocalyptic. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 you know what it's probably going to create? It's probably going to create basically professional football and basketball at the college level. So the Power 5, the Power yeah. 5 will split off and do mm-hmm. their own thing and then render the rest of the colleges back to an intramural like level. Right. And also what we've seen in this on the ed- educational level is is you don't have to be at school. You know, everything is done can be done remotely now. So, you know, a team like a basketball team goes on a two-week road trip, no problem. Uh that that's 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 pretty much done with. So, th- this was going to probably happen anyway. This just speeded it up. And yeah, the intramural level sports are that's the way it's going to be for those non-revenues, no question. NFL's going to play, right? <sighs> Yeah, I think they're going to have to find a way. Did you see, by the way, the numbers? Did you see the story about how much money is is involved? This this is a stunning stat. Fox TV, $1.5 billion in revenue from NFL. Yeah. Total total revenue from baseball, all the networks combined, half that. One network. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think if college doesn't play, the NFL swoops in on Saturdays and they say – We'll take that day from you, and oh, yeah. they'll yeah. they'll dress it up under the guise of safety. You know, this yeah. is going to make it safer. This fucking league will swoop in. Look out! All right, Andy, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. As right, always, take see care. you, bud. There you go. All right, we'll end on this today. I believe that the NBA bubble is going to provide us a lot of fun stories to talk about in sports radio, and hopefully, some decent basketball to watch as this thing gets ramped up. Already, as players are reporting, we're getting stories like Joel Embiid with his giant hazmat suit boarding the plane. We're seeing some players post on social media videos and pictures which show a less-than-luxury accommodations in Orlando. Food that is being compared to Fire Fest and the cheap sandwiches given to the uh, festival-goers in that complete debacle. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be ripe with some real interesting stuff. These players got a quarantine, like be in their rooms alone for like at least 10 days, maybe 14 days before they enter this bubble. And they're not going to get the best food during that time. A number of players have said like, I'm definitely losing 50 pounds. I think Embiid said, I'm definitely losing 50 pounds after seeing this food. So when they do start playing, the NBA has said that they will allow social justice messages to replace the names on the back of players' jerseys with a catch. You can't just pick whatever you want. They have, however, provided the following list of sayings. Black Lives Matter, say their names, vote, I can't breathe, justice, peace, equality, freedom, enough, power to the people, justice now, say her name, si se puede, which is yes we can, liberation, see us, hear us, respect us, love us, listen, listen to us, stand up, ally, anti-racist, I am a man, speak up, how many more, and then this is weird, group economics, education reform, and mentor. 
Those are the list of approved messages. <laughs> group economics. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm all for that group. E- yeah, group economics. Yeah, group economics. Hooray. It's a pretty long list. It's not long enough, though. Mike Scott, not Michael Scott, but Mike Scott, said the following. He said that he believes that the NBA not letting them choose what they want was a, quote, bad miss. They gave us some names and phrases to put on the back of jerseys. That was terrible, he said. It was just a bad miss, a bad choice. They didn't give players a chance to voice our opinions on it. They just gave us a list to pick from. So that was bad. That was terrible. I'm all about just doing instead of saying and posting or putting something on the back of your jersey. I don't think that's going to stop anything, you know? So wait, on the one hand, you're saying... I'm, not, I'm all about doing this, putting things on the back of your jersey. It's not going to do it. And then on the other hand, he complains, well, we should have been able to put what we want on the back of our jersey. The problem is the NBA didn't really trust its players to necessarily stay within uh, the lines of what would have been economically acceptable to some of their league corporate partners. All it would take is one player with F the police on the back of their jersey and now the league has a problem, a PR problem that they don't want. So they came up with a bunch of different things, and they're like, here, pick one if you want it. And of course, Mike Scott has said, no, this is bad. We should be able to do what we want. Uh, Jalen Brown said he had a few other suggestions that he wished the league would have allowed players to use as well. He wanted break the cycle or inequality by design. He said things like that might have a deeper impact than some of the things that they, that were given to us. I think it was a little bit limiting. How about the basketball? Is 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 the basketball going to be compelling? Are are guys going to try even though you're not likely to win the NBA championship? I mean, I I know the Lakers are going to try like hell, the Bucks are going to try like hell, the Clippers are going to try like probably hell. How how's how's the basketball going to be? Is that going to be any good? And then there's this. If you give a mouse a cookie, dot, dot, dot. Have you read that book to your kids? If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want this, and then he's going to want that, and then he's going to – it was – it's a classic children's tale. Kenny Stills, former Miami Dolphin, said about owner Stephen Ross and his commitment to $13 million – over the next four years to his nonprofit called Rise, aimed at combating systemic racism, said Ross, not good enough. It's just a tax write-off. <laughs> I, I don't even know this world we're living in. Yeah, he's given $13 million to a cause that I'm behind, but it's a tax write-off. He should be made to give the money, and he should forgo the tax write-off because he's rich. See, it's not enough to get money for worthy causes. We also must punish him for being rich and, I'm sure, being a Trump supporter. All right, Kenny Stills, if you give a mouse a cookie. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for downloading. As we press ahead, it's going to be a fun month into August. It's going to be interesting. White knuckle with football, both college and pro. 
My lean right now is college is going to play a limited schedule. They're going to they're going to back away from the brink, but it's going to be very chaotic in the last sixty days leading up to uh, the start of the season, or less than sixty now. But they're going to play. I think they have to. I think economically they absolutely have to, and the NFL is going to play, and they're going to do the tap dance as well. As always, we appreciate you downloading and tell a couple of friends about quality content they can find on the Internet to listen to over their lunch break or when doing whatever, riding in your car, making a sales call, or just sitting in a hammock on a summer day. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday, and we will see you tomorrow.